Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you close to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay. Hello! To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at CrazeMag and YouTube The Craze. And if you are watching this on YouTube, before we begin, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our next episode and hit that bell for notifications for whenever we upload new videos. So today's topic is a little bit of a different topic than we normally talk about. Usually we're all like, you know, fun stuff, but I feel like this is a topic that we, I think it needs to be talked about, especially as older fans, it happens. And maybe if you're a younger fan too, maybe you're feeling it too. So what's today's topic, Roxy? Today we're going to talk about uh, K-pop burnout, which at least to me is like, when you find yourself just unable to sort of keep up with anything or even necessarily care about anything, we've all been through burnout Mm -hmm. at some point, especially as you get older, when you're working a nine to five for years at some point that, Mm -hmm. that shit gets to you. Yeah. So I, I guess like burnout in general, it's just like, I think everybody goes through it. You go, whether you're going through school, whether you're at work. So as people who are into their hobbies, you even get burnout from what you like to do too. I mean, you know, sometimes it's just like, I'm tired of playing video games right now. I don't want to talk, play video games. So I'm just going to put it away for a while. And I, like, can admit because look at me, streamer hasn't streamed in eight months. Sorry. <laughs> That's why I can't be a streamer. You have to be so consistent. Like, <laughs> Sorry. But at the same time, it's like platforms are always evolving. And I think it also goes the same for K-pop where, you know, there are just so many groups out, so many tours happening and so many concepts and all these comebacks happening all at once that it's just like, how do you keep up, right? How, How do you manage dealing with all of this? And sometimes it's just you blank out and you're like, I don't want to touch this right now. Um, I think as me and Roxy are older fans and we've been fans for a longer time, it's definitely, you see the generational shift for like, you know, we came in during like second gen, third gen, and now we're here, we are in fourth gen and they're like twice as many groups as when second gen was around. And it's just like, huh? 
it feels yeah. like an exponential shift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, it did like the, the bell curve thing. So it's like one's here, two's here, three's here, four's here. Yeah. So like, yeah. and watching, I think the community too, the way that the K-pop community has evolved mm-hmm. kind of contributes to burnout happening more just because like, I know <laughs> anytime a person on social media yells at me to stream, I shut down immediately yeah you're like we need to stream this we need to get these numbers we need to do this I'm like no 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 we don't fucking have to do that right I've never understood that because it's not organic like the reach is not organic when BTS was hitting millions of views early on that was organic that was before people were like you have to play this over and over and over and over again yeah so like I think streaming culture has really contributed to accelerating burnout for a lot of people especially those of us that have been around long enough to remember what it was like before that so like there is a sense of nostalgia too of like being somewhat upset at the way that things have changed at least for me Mm -hmm. I I get nostalgia glasses a lot uh with everything really so like even if I was having a terrible time five years ago I'll still be like oh you remember how fun it was five years ago yeah like you know when there was this comeback and it, it like it things like that yeah but I mean part of the part of the way the community is now too I think is like super draining and then I also attribute it if you're watching this on YouTube sorry <laughs> uh, part of it is also attributed to like it's become such a numbers game at this point that I it's not as fun anymore when it becomes all about the numbers and not not to say that numbers don't matter they do like for some people they do and I'm not gonna invalidate that but for me it's just like when it comes to the number it's like I I don't enjoy it as much anymore because now like you said all it all the focus just becomes the streaming and it's just like what happens to the actual content not it's less authentic to me It feels like you're taking value away from it because you're so focused on success of it that you're sort of like, you're not considering that the music is supposed to make the statement itself. Yeah. If that makes sense. You're too focused on album sales. And every time, like, anytime I see something, chart numbers, album sales, like, I just... I don't, I don't, I really don't care personally. Yeah. yeah. I just like, cause like an example is like, okay, ATs's last comeback with Gorilla. I loved, love, loved Gorilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like organically I was watching the music video a bunch because like yeah. the feeling it gave me, I was like, I, this is like, this is what I want out of K-pop. This is something I love. It makes me feel good. So like, I want to go back and watch it. But then when people tell you you need to keep watching the music video all the time, that's when, like, I can't. Yeah. I can't. My <laughs> my need to combat people telling me what to do makes me, like, go against that. But my point there being is, like, if people enjoy it, they will yeah, do those numbers. Mm-hmm. They'll keep doing it. Because I would go to it, like, every day for, like, three weeks. I watched it every day because yeah. I loved it so much. So, like, pressuring people over that, I think... Yeah is just put so much negativity out there and we don't need that right now right right and also putting like not only putting pressure making other people feel bad for not doing it that's just not fair that's 
that doesn't make you any less of a fan. You're going to get listens out of me. Like, listen, when Stray Kids dropped 143, of course, still, one of the only songs, like, it's hard for me to get past the rest of that song to get to the rest of our album because I love it so much, you know? And that happens where you're just like, I'm going to have this song on repeat for a while and you're going to get numbers from me. But don't make others feel bad just because they're not streaming. They're not keeping up that way because they're going to show their support regardless. And so sometimes, yeah, seeing all of that, it sucks. And it's just like, I want, like, I'm supporting. Don't invalidate how I'm supporting. Don't invalidate how others are supporting. And if you choose to stream, okay. I'm not going to say anything about that, but don't put me or others down if they don't stream either. You know, I think what the internet has done for the worse, really, is that like people don't like live and let live anymore. Even about things as stupid as like streaming numbers. Like there was a time where you could do your thing, I could do my thing and like, we'll be chill about it. But now you can't do that. And I don't know if these people understand that like, people have different opinions and different ways that they live and that's okay like there's not one right way for anything all right and I think when you're younger you don't really understand that either like you I always go back to that because I feel like old and wise all the time now but it's like (laughs) I just feel like people don't get that like your way is not the only way and it doesn't have to be like yeah this is something we all enjoy and then you're adding negativity And then people start fighting. Like, there's enough fan wars already, but all people do on K-pop Twitter is fight. That's it. That's all they do anymore. that's true. And I think that's a good point. Another, like, to segue off a little bit, like, that's another point where, like, being on social media is just draining because all you see is negativity at this point. It's just like, and I mean, you can curate your timelines and your social medias to, to how you want to see it. But, like, sometimes things slip through the cracks and you're like, ah, I don't want to be on social media anymore. I know. know? And And it's so weird to like grow up with social media, right? Because we've had it since we were young. We were there when it started. Yeah. Like I got Twitter in high school. I got Facebook in middle school, like things like that. So we get so, I got like after a week, I'm like, I need to not even look at any social media whatsoever, which is like, I help run our social media. And sometimes I'm like, I can't look at this. Right. No, it's just like, as like what? people don't realize what we do like not only us as podcast hosts but we what we do for the craze is that we're on social media too because we want to know what is the latest news you know because we're we need to also prepare ourselves for like okay this comeback's coming back this tour is coming back so we can't necessarily avoid it because it is what we do and it's in our line of work but there's just days where like fuck it's so exhausting you know and I'm just like don't want to be here right now don't want to be here and it's like sometimes it's sad sometimes it's just like no no there's just like so much and sometimes like I just feel like it brings out the worsted people and the media does it too because all people click on is things that are negative people like that's why your your real-time news always has like the most dramatic headlines and the clickbait and stuff because that's what people click on nobody what's so draining to me about k-pop these days i feel like nobody wants to like have the fun part about it Mm -hmm. the music part where we're or like we're watching a video of them being silly there's no none of that like 
organic chill sort of vibe it's all yeah we need to hit these numbers here's the next album get ready to do this oh this like fucking here's a rumor about a k-pop idol bullying someone oh it's fake but he left anyway that was about raven by the way i don't know if you've seen that the agency said it was fake i don't know if it was fake but it was someone anonymous like it's just all constantly there's yeah. a constant cycle of negativity and it's like yeah. my real life is hard enough that like i don't need this <laughs> like i don't want to see this yeah and it's really hard when you love something to feel that way i think right right and so i think going along that lines of i think also for both me and you like we love k-pop but the negativity is there and also it's just like sometimes it's like you can't get hyped up for something anymore and that's part of the burnout where it's just like oh like sometimes it's like oh this group is coming back I'll listen to it later you know it's gonna be there and and, and it makes me sad because like these are some of my favorite groups or artists but I never really got to listen to them and it's just like it's it's too much and I I can't handle like what is going on and I, like I said we curate to what we we try to you know take breaks and everything but like sometimes it's like you can't even when you log back on after not being around for a few days it's there and you're like I mean some of it's unavoidable yeah and it's because just like, like even if you curate to not see certain things they're gonna slip through anyway especially yeah. when they're considered big gossip deals yeah so like or it's just like like or it's so like heavily in the timeline like full promotion that it's overwhelming like not to say that I don't want to support but I get so overwhelmed like I feel like it's somebody shoving it down my throat all the time that I'm like hold up (laughs) rewind pause one thing at a time or else I can't process and now it's like now I'm feeling rushed to listen to something or watch something and I'm like that's spongebob me (laughs) mr krabs that's me sometimes you know or like it's of the the other spongebob where he's like that of yeah i feel like that sometimes and it's just like i feel bad because i want to support but uh, i need me like to recenter myself and i'm just like okay what like how is it with this group like what happened and i also think like with the now that we have third generation sort of sort of shifting in yeah. a way where I know they did this in second gen too, but it just feels like it's so much more common where at, at some point it stops being group and it goes to singular. So they're doing solo promotions and it's like, that's like 10 times more content to keep up with. Yeah. Like, and that makes it work. Like it's an overload of content. There's too much content on the internet in general. Right. And like everybody has the attention span of a goldfish because of TikTok. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Is like our attention span is like, yeesh, like now. Like Remember we've made ourselves stupid. Yeah. Because we can't pay attention for long periods of time. And it doesn't help when these, when people are pushing content, pushing content constantly. Yeah. Even sometimes my email inbox makes me like, I can't. Yeah. Like there's always a sale. <laughs> the same person about the same thing from yesterday I'm like I I can't do this right now like I just can we have yeah. 24 hours where we all just like calm down for a minute yeah but no we can't because of the day and age we live goldfish yeah. constant content there's like that's all they're pushing and I kind of wish people would think about the detriment of that more than they do 
Right. Especially media companies, but they just want to make money. So they're going to follow that trend no matter what. Right. And because if there is a pause, if there is a break, oh shit, we're losing money. That means loss of interest. And so it's a double-edged sword, you know? And it, it just sucks that this is the 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 type of culture we live in now where it's just so focused on that part of thing that it it like not to say that it isn't fun but at the same time it's like you can't enjoy it as much as you used to anymore because like the content of course we love the content it's just how do you keep up the birthdays <laughs> alone make me want to like pull my hair out like just, you guys should see the calendar that we have to keep track of birthdays and then people get mad at you if you miss one yeah and i'm like put the calendar together for me then please because like every day there's like five people that have a birthday because yeah the industry has expanded so much right like there's not a day on that calendar where there's no birthdays there's always at least one and it's just like how do you keep up with all of your favorites? See, hey, listen, I don't know every birth everybody's birthdays. I lost track of all my favorites. The only ones who I can keep up with at this point are Jungkook and BTS right now. Don't get me like I was just like you asked me to name the Stray Kids' birthdays. I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, I look honestly. I'm like I'm like Hong Jung is like my second one under Yoongi, and I don't even know the day of his birthday. I know the month. <laughs> but I don't know the day and I yeah. should know because I just looked at the calendar, but I don't, I only know yeah. Yugi's birthday and that's it. <laughs> oh, I only know ATs's and Sunghwa's cause I, or no, not the day per se, but I only know their anniversary and Sunghwa's birthday cause they're like in October and it's just like spooky month. That's how you, you remember things like that. Or, and you remember like Tay and Jin's are in December because Christmas holiday, New Year's. <laughs> So it's just like, when you have other things to associate with that, that's a little bit easier. But at the same time, it's just like, I have so many favorites, you would think. People are going to call me up. How dare you not know IU's birthday? I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's just my ultimate bias. What if like I have trouble with my family's birthdays, dude? There are priorities here. There is a priority oh line. <laughs> right. Or it's just like, you think I, I can remember birthdays and I can't even remember my close family's phone numbers off the top of my head. <laughs> like i need to know these for emergency purposes okay but i don't but yeah it's just like it's hard it's so hard and then um also when it comes to k-pop right now it's just like i can't keep up with these comebacks anymore it's just like really there's so many there's that's so the many. thing too it's like the number of groups have tripled i would say mm -hmm. especially since we started like, we started at a monthly magazine with, like, three reviews in it, and maybe, it, like, one section of comebacks that had talked about, like, six or something. Oh, God, can you imagine if we still did monthly issues and, like, with the industry that we have now? No. No, we would, would be, we would not survive. Like, you think you're burned out right now? We would fizzle out faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think people forget that, especially, yeah. like you have your favorites but just because it's your favorite doesn't mean it's everyone else's favorite right so like it doesn't mean everyone's going to care about that mm -hmm. right. i don't know and it's it's so hard it's so freaking hard to keep up like half the time it'll be a group that i see and i'm like oh i like that group but then i just like don't listen to it yeah, yeah. especially the full album 
Yeah. Especially, I don't remember the last time, ATs was the last time I listened to an entire album when it came out. Mine was most recently Stray Kids and Blackpink. And these are groups that we like, we know of. It's harder to get into these newer groups, these younger groups where like, I I can tell you, I really like Ives After Like, but I can't name any other song off that. Is it mini? I think it's a mini. See, I don't even know if it's a mini or full. <laughs> so like, it, it's so hard because it's just like these new groups, they're promising and they're talented. We do, I mean, it was even hard for us. Like, look at us in our podcast. We used to do like the little highlights of these young groups, but now we can't even keep up because there's so many. And like, I want to give these groups a chance and I'll listen, or maybe we'll listen once. And then after it's like, you kind of forget like, oh yeah, I forgot that they're a group. I do oh. think it's definitely just too every, the, the root of the problem is too much content. Mm-hmm. And like, because like, even with these groups, they have YouTube channels, they have TikToks, they have V lives where it's like every day there's something new. And it's like, I get, like, I don't even keep up with my YouTube subscriptions like that. I don't watch a person every single day. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So like, it's like the way it expands, just like people mm-hmm. need to like, we need to go back to a society where we can like go outside for like a day. Yeah. And not do something. Yeah. I miss like going off the YouTube thing that you mentioned. It's just like, I I do watch like certain people depending on what it like Philly D. I, I watch his stuff every day just because it's like, okay, what's in the news. But like, if I want to talk about other shows, like weekly shows, like I kind of miss when content used to be weekly rather than daily, you know, because it gave you something to look forward to. And I kind of miss that. It's just like, oh, new episode of, you know, remember when we used to watch the episodes in chunks, you know? And so it's like, of course, that would take time. And you know, like, okay, well, only part one and two is up. I got to wait. Let me do something else while I wait for for three four five and six to come out and that would be like through a span of a week but now with the social media culture that we're in it's just feeding it almost every day there's so many things that like pump the brakes a little bit because not only if we're burnt out what about them what about the people who are pushing out all this content and i just don't even want to say it's k-pop it's the actors it's the youtubers it's the tiktokers it it's all these content creators and including us including us us journalists how do you think we're feeling that there's so many things out there that we don't get to catch a break and the only breaks we have are the holidays the constant push of content i think has stopped making anything fun yeah like everything is not fun and that's part of what i think as a society we're all burning out because we're not having fun anymore. Yeah. And I think about this too, because like I was reminiscing on, on this topic in a sense. And like, I've always liked things that were not popular at some point, right? Like mm-hmm. in high, when we were in high school, if you liked anime, people made fun of you. Now anime is gigantic. Yeah. Um, I remember YouTube in like the early, the late 2000s when it was like a brand new platform and people were just posting dumb little videos or just like random vlogs and now it's like a billionaire superpower sort of media platform where you have to 
cater what you do in order to make money off of it, which then makes the entire operation less authentic in general. So like when these things become huge, they sort of lose their organic joy that comes with it to me. I felt that I felt that way about YouTube. I the YouTubers now like make me angry. Like the ones that are super popular, like the the internet kids that do it. I I'll watch some of the people like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. Those are fun ones. But like an example I'm thinking of is like Logan Paul became like a fucking gigantic YouTuber and he's the worst. Like it's and now he's a huge like he's doing these boxing events and all of that yeah and then like anime was fun even when people made fun of you for it because it was just like a smaller community that was enjoyable and now everyone hates you for your anime opinions and there's like fucking weird people in en masse that like gatekeep shit like i feel like k-pop is going through that as it gets popular in the west which also for me contributes to certain burnout because I <laughs> I hate seeing these media companies cater toward the Western audience mm-hmm. because to me then it loses authenticity of like what you were doing and how great that was because it was what it was not because you were trying to make people in America like you so right. the more there's push toward the English market too the less passion I have about it if that makes sense like mm-hmm. I feel like the reason BTS was so successful is because their music had a message that resonated with people mm-hmm. very, very deeply. Mm-hmm. So when they started doing Dynamite, Butter, Permission to Dance, a lot of us were like, I don't like this and I don't like this direction. Yeah, it's, um, it's not what you're used to. Like, it's this, is, this was a different type of different that you're like, whoa, wait, hold on. It, it was not authentic. It felt very manufactured, if you will, mm-hmm. for the purpose of popularity in the West. And it's just like, I just feel like it. the music loses its meaning when making money is involved, which then goes to like a whole, a whole other spiral of nihilism in society and shit like that <laughs> which also causes burnout because in my my brain does the thing where you start and it goes and it goes and it goes till the big thing where it's like i'm a fucking molecule on a nail of a being gigantic and my life doesn't matter kind of thing yeah so like i don't want that in the stuff that makes me happy so when i see it in the stuff that makes me happy that's where there's an issue mm-hmm. and that's kind of where i feel like i have an issue with k-pop today is that like groups debut and they immediately have an english single to like push with it mm-hmm. it's just i don't know <laughs> yeah kind of moving along in terms of burnout you know what else there's burnout for which don't get me wrong i'm very grateful and everything is like you know starting to open up i'm starting to feel burnout from all these tours i it is and um they're on the precipice of crashing and burning <laughs> Because I've watched, I've watched all of 20, 2022 happen. I know where these tours crashed and burned. I know who is paying the price for it. And uh, they're going to have to slow down. They have to. And I think it's just, uh, it, it comes with the world is opening up. People are just, oh shit, floodgates are open. <sighs> you know, let, let's just go, 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 go. And 
I appreciate these tours. Some of these tours, I'm like, yes, bring these newer groups, right? But are these newer groups ready for what this is? Do you realize or do you know how, like, what's your engagement? Do you see the interest, right? And um, it's just like, I, I just really want them to be successful here. So I was just like, I hope there's enough interest and I want them to because they deserve it because man, is it hard to tour in general and it's very expensive to tour in general. So it's just like, I don't want it to be in a place of fuck, like, please work out. You want it to work out because yes, they do deserve to get their name out there. These newer groups deserve to really get their name out there and for people to know, but it's always risky business right now. I also- So many- that and i don't think people realize how unglamorous the entire process is yeah especially for smaller groups like if you were to see behind the scenes of the venues that they go to at least like i'm talking for the ones that go to not not like prudential center not like the big you know, arena tours. Yeah. Arena stadiums. No, it's like, these are like the small, like venues, like there's like, there's nothing there. (laughs) Yeah. Where it's standing room only and no seats. They, I, I'm sure that these, the media doesn't want you to see how unglamorous it is or how difficult it is, but it is abysmal back there. (laughs) Like you would think, even with groups that do, you know, huge numbers in Korea or have like super popular members, that doesn't translate to having like a glamorous tour or having like, it's not a vacation. It's not. You're working. A, you're working and they're killing you for it uh, in a way. Or if you, if you kind of don't understand that, take it as, you know, think about somebody who's just a normal performer who does Broadway or theater right they're working and it's not like kind of similar like not to say that the movies yes movies are glamorized to an extent but it's not far off either where you see the backstage messy dirty people going everywhere it it, to an extent yeah that's what's happening behind these tours it's not glitz and glamour for that and you know like there's a lot of tired people on these tours so you know of course they get energized these groups get energized by seeing their fans but once they're off stage it's like fuck no and i i won't say the name um but i mean i i saw it firsthand with somebody that we interacted with so obviously they're not gonna be like if you don't get have you ever worked without sleeping it is it is hell (laughs) and like I felt so bad because like I I couldn't take I didn't want to take the bad mood personally. I was like this this person obviously is exhausted right. and I get it. So like I'm not gonna take that to heart. And obviously, <laughs> no no K-pop media company wants you to like mm-hmm. ever. They don't want to present that to you. No. So, but like it it just made me realize how how absolutely exhausting this whole process must be. Mm-hmm. And I think people may have seen that a little bit with the Omega X situation. Yeah. Where they got stranded. Um, where were they? In South America, I think. Here. Oh, uh, yes. In South America they... first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, 
And that's the thing, too, is that there's such a rush to get over here that these K-pop companies aren't vetting the tour companies well enough. And these these tour companies that don't have enough experience to handle something like the, of this scale mm-hmm. um, cause problems. And then miscommunications happen. So the media company tweets out how angry they are and everybody gets angry. And it's like, this is just the worst possible situation yeah. going on here. So like- it, To the detriment of the artists who right. are the people who have to perform and the ones who are on stage. And they're like, of course they're stressed about like, fuck, I got to travel make sure all my shit's together, make sure my voice and my body feel right. And then do it like literally almost, I sometimes it amazes me how like, I, I have so much respect for these artists, whether you're in K-pop or any, any musician in general who do these tours and like they're literally back to back to back to back show. How? How? Honestly, the entire music industry does that. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I could never, I could never be an artist of any kind because it's like, there's like a show every night or every other night. Girl, I'm tired after going to a show one night. I'm tired for like a week. Yeah. And I don't know how people that are older than me like tour constantly. Like, I think you have to be built different, but yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, I'm going back to it. Like, I'm grateful for these shows. Like, of course, but for the sake of everybody's wallets, (laughs) (laughs) you know for the sake of everybody's just like physicality not only as the artists and tour people but us as fans it sure maybe a younger 20 20 year old or like a teenager can handle going to these shows back to back to back but like us who are a little bit older we can't it's with money the ones with money are like (laughs) we're tired it's just like also it's like if you are younger and you you know of course you have to go especially if you're younger than 18 of course you're a minor and you have to be in company by an adult it's hard on the adults too you know and it's just like yeah you're so excited for everything but behind it there's a lot of things happening and you're like i'm tired so it's just like part of it it's like can we have a break just a break like there's already tours for 2023 being announced already at this point and it's just like and it's not gonna stop unfortunately but jesus i need a break or we need a break and sometimes as much as i want to go to a show it's not gonna do me any good it's not gonna do anybody else good if you can't get yourself there financially physically it's not worth a show a show is not worth you know going to if you can't if it's just not feasible for you and so having to say no to tours has been a hard thing because I think we've all been trying to satisfy the concert itch after missing it for two years yeah I get it I understand but like I'm getting burnt out by all of it and it's overwhelming and it's hard and I want to support but it also is I can't not right now I think the worst thing about it is like with constant content even if you take a break at least like as as we are where we have to sort of be on top of things um even if you take a day off you still have to come back and deal with that yeah when you're like oh shit what did I miss you don't get a real break you just sort of push it off 
for another day, yeah, which makes it worse in my opinion. And then I just, especially with these tours, events and stuff, every single thing is very, very last minute. So then people are like asking me, why haven't I heard about this? I'm like, dude, I, last, everything is last second. Everything. Yeah, like we just literally found out ourselves. Yeah. You know. And it's like, and they're stressing that too, because it's like, I can't control when somebody is going to give me the information. And then if they, they're going to change what they told me, because we've had that happen where it's like, oh, you have this now you don't like there's a constant pressure and they always put it at the last minute. And this is why I have anxiety problems. Yeah. I'm working this out right now. My head hurts because I'm like, this is where everything is. And it's just like, there is no break from this content. And I'm not sure anybody understands how detrimental that is. That's how your passion disappears for anything is that you can't step away from it yeah. at all. Yeah. And like, also, you know, it's not a good thing when you, when you do take a break and you come back and you, the moment you come back, stress, you know, if it's like the moment you come back and all you start to feel is negativity, that means it's not doing you any good. That means it's hurting you in a way that it's just like shit. And so, like, I mean, I, I, we definitely know people who have walked away from it because it was just so much. And I, I can't necessarily say blame them for it because, you know, you're, you, everybody has their own different types of limits. And if you have to walk away from it for your own better good, do it because, don't get yourself entangled in something that's just going to hurt you in the long run on our agenda that we're talking about it's just like how do you like one question I had is how do you overcome the burnout right how do we get over this what do we do now because yes we're in the middle of burnout or what if you're starting to feel the the beginning is a burnout right and so how do you overcome it how I mean there is no right or wrong answer it's just what what would you do or like what what for those who are listening who are like stuck what's something that we can tell them that's hard because sometimes I don't think I know myself right right and like I'm the kind of person too that like if I get backed in a corner or like I feel like I can't escape then I start to like panic in a sense so it's like if I can't escape all of this, then my instinct is to abandon it, which is very difficult, especially, you know, Mm -hmm. running a K-pop magazine. You, if you abandon it, then you can't really come back. You know what I mean? That you can't recover from that. So, I mean, like in a sense, there is a loss of passion compared to when I was younger, um, just because of all of the, all of this, all the time. Um, Jesus making me emotional because I feel bad about it. Like, um, this is the episode to be emotional about it. Cause like, you never want to think that something that, you know, means a lot to you is going to cause you pain. Right. right? Or that like the negativity surrounding it would make you stop liking it Mm -hmm. in a way. Look, I'm already crying. (laughs) It's okay. Um, Hey, listen, this is how much it means 
to us to you don't you're gonna make me cry (laughs) (laughs) this is because I never cry so I'm sorry yeah no 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 but I think it's just like us as not only as fans as k-pop as also the host you know it's it's good to let these emotions out because sometimes people need to hear or see other people and how they feel to make them like oh shit you know like oh you know understand it more and maybe it might click that thing for them too it's like I feel like I'm not the only one so it's okay you know I I am in the realm of like just let your emotions out because this is hard it's really hard and it's just like sometimes yeah we feel bad for being not being able to oh god (laughs) uh not being able to uh enjoy what we want to because we want to but at the same time it's just so tiring there's like a constant pressure too it's constant yeah yeah. to to make the content yeah and like even if you're like the strongest person with like the most love for something it will get to you eventually yeah and i'm not sure that's something that like younger people get like because you know people tell you you should work in an industry that you're passionate about but like even if you do at some point, like you're going to, it's going to start, it's, you're going to get tired. Yeah. And it's like having this constant pressure to have to see all the, the new groups or keep up with yeah. it. Like at some, it starts to sort of chip away at you. Yeah. And then it's like, you're like, why, why am I doing this? If I, if it makes me feel bad and like something I have done in the past, because especially in the last year, I've had a very difficult year person in my personal life um I made like a playlist on YouTube of like all of the the music videos um from groups that you know I enjoyed I started this in 2015 so it's like thousands of videos um so I'll turn that on shuffle and like seeing some of the older stuff or having you know a song that I really liked come up and like seeing the visuals with that sort of helps remind me why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it obviously it doesn't fix it because I'm still crying about it. Um, but yeah. like it's just it's sometimes I think you have to take a step back from the present and remind yourself like why was this so impactful to you that it made you want to do this? Right. Um, and that's like I think that's the only way to sort of start it. Mm-hmm. And maybe setting boundaries for yourself as in like what you're willing to let affect you. So like if you go on social media and people yelling at you to stream makes you upset, then maybe when your group has a comeback, you just don't go on there, don't see it or make a conscious decision not to internalize that and then feel bad about it. Right. Because like some of this guilt has to do with like, I don't feel like I'm doing the best job for my magazine if I'm not on top of everything at all all the time so like you kind of have to I don't know if like rationalizing it figuring it out and then making changes helps but like there's definitely no right answer right on how to overcome it I think I think the only thing that we really can say is you have to take a break and step away from it for a while it's not going to solve the problem entirely but in that moment in that time you're feeling like everything is overwhelming 
you're tired, all this negativity, it's starting to bottle. You have that's the sign of take take a break, take a step away because it's not it's only going to end negatively for yourself and it's going to lead you in a darker place that you don't want to be in. It might end up to the point where you resent what you what you like or the group you like or the song you like or the art whichever it and that's not what you want right no one wants that where you're gonna be like I just am so tired of this that no and and it just makes me feel bad of when I hear people say like oh, I really used to like this group and then this this and this ruined it for me and it's just like oh but these groups are talented they do come out with really good con- like music and it's been a while but you know so it's just like I all we can say at this point is like know where your limits at know where your break like when it like take your break if you have to step away you know the content's always going to be there yeah there's that pressure of shit once I come back of I have to catch up on all of this but maybe you don't maybe you don't have to you have you can make that choice of I'm not gonna watch that but that doesn't change how I feel about a group or an artist maybe you can make start with that where it's just like it's okay if I miss a couple of things (sighs) I feel that way about missing concerts and I love going to concerts but I'm like I just can't be there right now and it's okay if I did there's always next year there's always next time hopefully no, oh, I think fully. we're past the the time when it all disappeared, which also I just think made everything 10 times worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm saying like, hopefully there is a next time because don't want these groups to disband or disappear. Well, you I know? mean, yeah, but like, yeah, it can, it, it, things happen, but like, yeah, it, that's always been the case. Yeah. And I think reminding yourself, like, because the k-pop community was so small and is now so big so like the the expansion means that like you don't have to feel bad for changing your habits either so like because there's so much doesn't mean you have to keep consuming it like i know even for third gen at one point like before i joined the magazine i was like i need to know everything everyone all the time i was like i need to know i i want to learn everything um but i think that's literally impossible now like straight up impossible so like you need to pick and choose what it is you're going to right to do what you're going to choose um so I mean I know for me like really (laughs) the only fourth gen group that I like really truly care about content wise is 80s and even then I don't watch the videos they post every day I don't have the capacity for that but like it's okay to pick one and stick with it now and like mm-hmm. maybe listen to others but like you don't have to do it all it's doing it you all don't have to yeah you don't have to immerse yourself into the whole universe of each group it's okay like it's really okay if you like go like right now the fourth gen groups that i only really pay attention to is stray kids 80s and yeah like Roxy said i don't watch everything man i could barely keep up with the fact like listen i'm a newer stay I should stay. Um, I'm a newer stay. There's so much that I've already missed out, but I'm like, I I literally cannot watch everything right now. The only way how this is going to happen is if I'm really sick for like, and bedridden, and I have to just 
suck it up and get better that way and that's how I'll do it you know like um, even then I didn't do that yeah I was fucking sick and bedridden for like a week yeah I just (laughs) I just fucking played video games like I didn't even like do content yeah and yeah like also I kind of want to put it out there like in terms of having better mental health and dealing with burnout and also like not to say that we we feel it too as podcast hosts as somebody as people who run this podcast sometimes it's just like yo not not feeling this topic today not feeling this episode or listen me and like sometimes the reason why there's such long breaks in between episodes is roxy's sick we're out of town we're on vacation i'm sick some things happen and we learn to not feel guilty just because we can't record we're doing our best to put out content for all of you to listen to and that's part of the burnout process of like okay we wait hold on we don't want our content to diminish in terms of quality so if we have to take a break we have to take a break the holiday season i'll give you guys a big hint all of that gonna all of that's gonna be pre-recorded <laughs> because it's the holidays we deserve a break too just like all of these other people who are working they need their breaks too to avoid crashing and burning out even harder so don't feel guilty for the fact that who you whoever's listening or watching don't feel guilty for having to step away because you need to take care of yourself and that's the most important part you yourself and yeah like we've come from a Rama. hell yeah like in, in a way yeah k-pop did save my life got me out of some really dark places and that may be the case for you too especially if you're younger but you don't owe it all to that either you you need to give yourself some credit that you know thanks to this you were able to get through it but also you in your power did something for yourself you know it's just not this solely thing one thing that is really the the thing that tangible thing but it's also you your power yourself so yeah we get it we understand but do take care of yourself because this whole burnout thing it's important we need to talk about it more and I feel like no one's really talking about it as much and if it is man y'all where are you at (laughs) I think it's it's important to acknowledge too that like you change you grow life happens things happen and it's like your interests can change in a in a sense um i mean i've always had you know like video games anime just like it's it comes in waves right mm-hmm. so k-pop's that way in a way too it's like maybe at one point you're at the 100 in it and then you just sort of fall off and like it's fine um yeah. we just have a bit more pressure about it because we work in it um but like honestly it's okay to like sometimes not really care that much about it and like as yeah as things change and like there are times where I just can't I just can't be bothered man I'm so tired I'm so stressed like I just can't and it happens and it doesn't like you shouldn't feel guilty about it I just really hope people don't feel guilty about that yeah like at the end of the day all we can say is like you have to take care of yourself and know your signs of what you're and if you feel like you know you don't know what your burnout is maybe like 
list things down of, you know, maybe a list of pros and cons. What I, what do I like? What I don't like? And maybe if the cons outweigh the pros right now, probably going through burnout, you know, it probably is. If you're feeling even physically fatigued about it, you're going through burnout and it's okay. Like burnout is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just your everything telling you right now, the universe, your body telling you, hey, slow down, slow down. Things will always be there, you know? So take care of yourself because, I mean, that's why we also participate in KPSN, right? We push for mental health because at the end of the day, this is supposed to be something you love and it's supposed to be something you really care about. So we're going to talk about these deeper things and we're going to put it out there because somewhere... One when whenever you stumble upon this episode, it's gonna hit for you and it's gonna resonate. And hopefully, if all you could take away from this episode is to take care of yourself, we've done a better job. <laughs> and that's a like that's one plus thing. That's an accomplishment that we can feel happy about as somebody as people who are putting things out for you guys to listen to and enjoy. So yeah, it's okay, you know. Just take care of yourself. I can't believe I just cried on camera. Fifteen-year-old so, me, fifteen-year-old me would have had an. She would never. About it. <laughs> Dude, she would never. <laughs> I just sometimes for me, it's like, do I not have an emotional? <laughs> I was like, am I dead inside? See, you always think you're dead inside, but you never are. No, no. Sometimes just you're, like, it's just your coping mechanism. Like, yeah. You're I'm actually like, very sad. You're not yeah. dead inside. You're just really I'm sad. Just like, yeah, <laughs> I was just like. It's there. I just don't physically show it at times. Don't get me wrong. It'll hit in a different way, probably later on. Or uh, if you if you have that one thing that you know is gonna help you cry, go watch it. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Know, don't physical don't... release. It needs to happen. Okay, yeah, definitely. Don't sure. hold it in because that's not good. All right, we should wrap up for now. But because now yeah. I'm embarrassed. No, don't be <laughs> embarrassed for crying. Hey. Okay, you want to feel embarrassed? You want to feel very embarrassed? I'll tell you the one thing that to be embarrassed about. Hey, at least you're not the person who cried to fucking God's menu in the middle of a concert just because you're like, oh shit, reality hit that I'm seeing them live right now. So listen, I'll I'll, I'll top your embarrassment. I'm embarrassed. I mean, granted, I I consented and I gave the okay to put that video online. It's fine because listen, I love Stray Kids. I mean, I'm telling you, I freaking cry at concerts all the time, too. So, yeah, I don't want people to record it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, because I wanted the real like I wanted to see like my actual reaction to because I was just like, hey, if I do cry, could could you record me just because I I need to see how this looks? Because it's when the reality hits. It's just like, oh, shit, you're not through the screen anymore. So, yes, embarrassed, but proud at the same time ish. Am I? (laughs) But still, hey. At least you didn't cry to what the one song that is not the song to cry to. Yeah, that's not really a crying kind of song. <laughs> yeah. So hey, at least you you don't have that. I have that. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, we hope you guys did enjoy this episode. And you know, um, if you are ever feeling, uh, I think in this episode, especially in the descriptions, there is. Um, numbers you can reach out to if you are feeling in any sort of way uh, we will list resources for you in the bios 
if you're feeling really hard and you're feeling tired, there's resources out there. Please reach out to us, you know, or like if you have something to say, let vent out in the comment section or under the replies in Twitter. We we're we're listening. We're here for you in some sort of way, you know. So yeah, just take care of yourselves and you're not alone when it comes to the burnout that you're feeling, especially towards K-pop. So yeah. Anything else to wrap up? Final thoughts, Roxy. No, it doesn't really feel appropriate to plug things when talking about how tired we are of content. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess that's where we'll just end the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM.